thank you so much for the time. I know you're busy. And uh, congratulations on the 10th anniversary of Old School Kung Fu Fest. That's, that's phenomenal. Thank you. We, we're excited. You know, uh, uh, it's not an annual event, but it is the 10th edition. So okay. the first one was held in 2000. Okay, so it's been a span of a couple of decades to get here. It has been, yeah. So how did, how did Old School Kung Fu Fest come to be a thing? So Old School Kung Fu Fest uh, uh, was launched by really movie fans. Uh, I mean, prior to that, it's really the formation of Subway Cinema, which is our, our kind of grassroots nonprofit uh, organization that's uh, dedicated to bring wider attention to Asian popular cinema. Um, so we were a group of film fans. We used to hang out in uh, New York Chinatown uh, at uh, uh, Chinatown movie theaters, uh, frequenting uh, you know Chinatown laser disc shops and, and video shops, uh, spending our weekends wa uh, watching double features of Hong Kong movies uh, and uh, eating hot pork buns. <laughs> And one day we decided, hey, would it be kind of cool for us to show some movies? Uh, so the five of us got together, we formed Subway Cinema. Uh, we never had any prior experience. Uh, we learned by doing, and we were, somehow we were lucky to be able to pull off our first event, which was Johnny Toe retrospective uh, in the fall of 2000. We didn't lose any uh, money on that. So it was like, oh, all right, well, maybe we'll do another event. and. Uh, you know, we were all huge fans of uh, classic martial arts movies uh, that used to be shown in Times Square, grindhouses uh, in the 70s, and also on, uh, you know, TV stations, uh, independent TV stations, mostly uh, in 1980s. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to kind of recreate some of that experience. Uh, and that's how the old school Kung Fu Fest came about. I love that. It just sounds like it sprung from your hearts of, out of a love for the genre, which I think is so special and unique uh, to this to this particular one, which which brings the question, what is it specifically about old school Kung Fu? Uh, I know it's got a huge following. Um, I'm, I'm more versed in modern Asian cinema than I am old school. What is it about this specific genre that you love so much? That's a great question. There's so many things. Uh, and even, I mean, the genre itself, there's so much variety within it. If we talk about the martial arts cinema movement as a whole, you have uh, two uh, cinematic genres within it. You have the, the sword fighting movie tradition, which is what we're focusing this time. And then you have the, the, the Kung Fu um, and more kind of fist fighting uh, film tradition, and they have all evolved over the decades and have also influenced each other. And um, a lot of it has to do with 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 the with the sheer performance, mm. uh, with with the with the staging and choreographing of these elaborate set pieces that are full of imagination and action. And it's such a visceral experience. Uh, and, and you have such a emotion, direct emotional response to what you're seeing on the big screen. And then there's also, you know, the philosophical aspect of it. Uh, and there's also the historical aspect of it. 
uh, you know, the Chinese uh, history and tradition and culture that you learn about, and and just the appeal of martial arts as as a discipline. Uh, so kind of all these elements coming together, and um, so yeah, I mean maybe that's that's the short way of of describing the appeal and. And there's something very inspiring about these films that, that just make you feel so good after watching them. And then just like, hey, you know, maybe I can do this too. <laughs> Especially if you're a young, impressionable person that doesn't know any better. And uh, there is actually a direct connection between uh, uh, martial arts films and again, Kung Fu films being shown in Times Square in the 1970s. And, and the evolution of uh, uh, b-boying and, and, and hip hop culture, because a lot of a lot of kids would, would watch these movies in Times Square, and and they would incorporate what they would see on, on the big screen into into their dance dance moves and and, and flips and all the acrobatics. Uh, so you, so you have that right. So the martial arts choreography on the big screen it's almost like a form of dance. Absolutely. And, and we see that even today with more modern examples of it. It's it, uh, martial arts is, is held up in many ways as a form of a form of, well, I say dance uh, on on screen. That is fascinating, though. I had no idea that it had ties to b-boy culture in, yes. in where. Yes. And Bruce Lee was a huge icon in, in, in early hip hop community. Wow, that is, that, I, I had no idea. That is really interesting. Um, you know, just from your perspective, I'm wondering too, have you, how have you seen the genre evolve over time? Things are very, obviously very different now. I know they are just filmmaking is different, but, but how you, how have you seen the genre change? Have you seen any, any core differences? Well, I haven't seen any core differences as far as particular themes or, mm -hmm archetypes of the lead characters or, or the plot structures. I mean, it's usually, uh, it's, you know, the most stereotypical plot structure is a story of revenge. You know, someone's parents were killed and they grow up and then they have to avenge the death of their parents or, or, or there's also certain nationalistic aspect in terms of, uh, you know, movies, that especially they're set in, uh, in let's say Ming dynasty or, or other, uh, you know, historic periods in the Chinese history and kind of protecting the country from the invaders or uh, things of that nature. So I don't think it has changed that much in terms of its uh, kind of core elements and, and uh, archetypes. Uh, you know, the only thing that has changed really is with the advancement of technology is now you can do more in terms of the special effects and the visual effects. Um, and uh, so it's, it's an evolution and, and there's a continuity of martial arts filmmaking. And if we wanna talk specifically about the wuxia, uh, it goes back to 1920s because the first wuxia films were made in Shanghai in 1920s. And a lot of them were based on the, on the novels that were written in that era or even earlier because the literary tradition of wuxia and the stories about both male and female knight errants go back to you know hundreds hundreds of years back mm. um but for for the cinematic wuxia you know it goes starts really 1920s 
and then after the war, it kind of moves to to Hong Kong, hmm. and and then the Hong Kong becomes kind of the center of of Wuxia filmmaking, and then Taiwan. So there's a Taiwan Hong Kong connection, and uh, now it seems to be back in the mainland China. Just as you're talking there, and it, forgive me if this question even you know how if this question can be answered, but. You mentioned about special effects and the evolution of the types of filmmaking as well. This may be a strange ask, but I'm wondering if you want, if you feel that the technological advancements have sort of threatened that old school vibe because the old school kung fu films, so many of them have sort of a purity about them without those additional special effects. Um, or, or has that just, in your opinion, just helped the genre continue to develop? It really depends on the movie. Hmm. I think in some cases, uh, the visual effects uh, don't necessarily help if you don't really have a, a, a good story or if the director is not that visionary. You know, if it's just an average thing, oh, we're just making this to make money, maybe if there's no real creative artistic drive. But I, I think it also goes through phases, right? Because the moment you have new technology, you sort of want to try something new with it and want to play with it and see see what kind of effects you get. I mean, um, and, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And, you know, filmmakers sometimes also respond to the changing tastes of the audiences and especially if there's a saturation of a particular type of film if there are too many films with heavy special effects then it's going to be so refreshing to kind of go back into okay let's let's use more practical effects and you know let's let's just put a camera and see how how the fighters how, how the actors are, are, are just doing all of their moves without making too many cuts and making it too hard to follow. And I think this is true of any genre, not, not just martial arts, right? So there was, I think there was certain fatigue with the CGI heavy blockbusters and Marvel productions. So we're, you know, we'd like to see something a little bit different. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm just wondering from your perspective, like are there, are there any misconceptions about old school Kung Fu when people talk about it that, that aren't as well versed in it that as you are having grown up watching it, any misconceptions you've heard? Well, perhaps one misconception was that it's, it's regarded as a kind of lower type of cinema, uh, especially from the standpoint of how it was introduced in the United States. And it would usually be, um, in uh, dubbed, you know, poorly English dub and kind of cut versions that, um, and, and also, you know, you couldn't really experience the, the, the artistry of, of those films uh, uh, in a way that, that you would make it appreciated more perhaps. I mean, I don't know, maybe, maybe there's, there was a tendency also from the critical establishment perhaps to kind of look down on those movies like Chopsaki, you know, who came, you know, this is all, this is like a low, low grade entertainment that has no artistic value, perhaps. But, uh, but I think these days, I, I think people are, are mostly appreciating the, 
the, the quality and, and the value of, of older martial arts movies. And I think there's a little bit of nostalgia related to those, uh, you know, English dub versions and people kind of have fun with it, but I don't think it takes anything away from, uh, from them. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, well, let, I mean, talking about this year's festival as well, it, you know, I'm just wondering, what is it that excites you about this year's iteration of the fest? And, and is there a particular film or two that you really fired up about? Yes. Uh, the first thing is we're really uh, happy to have the U.S. premiere of The King of Wuxia, which is uh, a documentary about uh, King Hu's uh, career and life and, you know, the influence and impact that he had on uh, development of uh, Wuxia cinematic genre, as well as on, on the people that he collaborated with. So, you know, we have interviews featured in that documentary from, you know, with John Wu and Choi Hark and Sammo Hung. Uh, so Sammo Hung also did action uh, choreography for two of King Hu's movies that we are showing uh, as part of our festival. And so that's The Fate of Lee Khan and the Valiant Ones. So the Valiant Ones in particular is, is rarely screened. So we're really excited to be able to, to show it. I think it's, it's a new digital restoration and we're getting that one uh, from, from the Hong Kong Film Archive. So I, I think that's gonna look great uh, restored on the big screen. So I'm really excited to see that one. Oh, that's awesome. I, and I do, I love Samuel Hung. I love his work. Who doesn't? Um, it's, incredible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so hard not to love Samo. Yeah. It, it, I, I just still can't figure out how he can move so fast. <laughs> honestly, honestly. And, and I mean, I think, I don't know if you can speak to this or not. It, it, this is just something I heard from the years of the Bruce Lee, that he okay. actually moved too fast for the cameras. Is that true? Or have you heard that before? Yes. So, so real, real martial arts, if you do martial arts the way it's done in real life, you know, they will make for a very boring movie. So whatever you see on the screen is, is, is really choreographed. And, and it's, yes, a lot of it is based on real martial arts techniques and movements, but it's done in a, such a way to make it interesting and exciting on screen. It's, it's a form of performance. So, so, you know, really skilled martial artists, the, the moves are lightning fast and the fight is going to be over quickly. It's not going to go on like it does in these elaborate set pieces and right. So, yeah. Oh, phenomenal. It, honestly, it sounds like it's going to be a great event. Uh, thank you so much for the time, Goran. I wish you the best and uh, I really am excited about this. So thank you so much for your time. No, thank you so much. It was really nice uh, talking to you and thank, thank you for having me. So anytime. have a good one. Anytime. Have, thank you so much. Have a good one.